Hello, hello, it's game time. It's time for Ball Talk. I'm Stephen D. Holmes, and with me are two of the biggest sport heads I've ever known, maybe on the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys know sports, they live sports, they breathe sports, they eat sports, they pass it through their bodies, and yeah, they digest it, and then it comes out the other end. You know what I'm saying. Uh, Matthew Miner and Louis oh, yeah. Chalky Gravy. Sports. So. This is a new podcast. This is kind of a segment we used to do. This is a new spin-off podcast from our podcast, The SM Experience, with the SM Experience. Um, but we just used to talk about sports so much. It was almost becoming a sports podcast. We thought, let's just dive into like the month of sports uh, real quick, just to get to know you guys. Matt and Louise, what are your favorite sports moments of all time? I mean, there's so many. So I have to give me a moment to choose one. Okay, mm-hmm. so I remember when I was nine years old, I played yeah. softball. And when the season wrapped up, we'd have kind of a party. And at this one party, they had one of those like silent raffles where you could put little tickets in a bag. And if your name was drawn, you'd win the prize. And I won this very cool, it's kind of like a Nerf gun, but instead of the fuzzy, um, like the foam darts, they had these like little uh, ones with like little sticky things on the end of them, like little, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about? So I'd be able to shoot the mirror in my bedroom and they'd stick to it and then you could pop them off and they'd be really cool noise. So yeah. that was probably my favorite sports memory. Nice. Louise? I have a couple because, you know, sports are just very near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the main ones was when, um, you know, I can picture it now, uh, when Michael Jordan uh, famously left basketball to mm-hmm. become a golfer. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's something that we don't really talk about a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But that moment when he's on the green and he's like putting and it's really like, oh, you know what? I'm quitting basketball to do this full time. Um, I think another moment is when the Looney Tunes started playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, even more than that, when aliens, you know what I mean? This year or, or last year, 2023, you know, people started saying, oh, you know, the government is telling us that the aliens are 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 real and i was Mm -hmm. like we knew this in the 90s because they also started playing basketball um so i just i don't think we talk about that enough um so i think that those moments are probably my favorite sports moments um uh, i know they're all basketball related Mm -hmm. um well sounds like you sounds like you preferred the golf (laughs) i did you know that's so interesting it's such a polite sport uh it was so, pretty yeah. wild that michael jordan waited till he was on the green putting to say you know what i'm gonna do this now yeah yeah crazy all right well we're gonna dive into some sports right now some sports talk with the tip off all right so we're gonna dig into some of the biggest stories of the past month first up it's the end of an era Football world saw three big coaches say goodbye to their teams. Nick Saban retired, ending his career at Alabama, one of the winningest coaches in football history. Pete Carroll was ending his coaching career with the Seahawks, where he won a Super Bowl in 2014. And maybe most surprising, Bill Belichick uh, checking oh, out. Oh, that is surprising. Coaching. Yeah. Bill Belichick checking out from coaching the New England Patriots. Uh, you know, he's done it all there. Um, let's, what, 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 just, what are your quick thoughts on, uh, you know, these three coaches – uh, their careers and you know where these teams go from now. 
go from here. Well, I think it's actually good that they're retiring. I think there's so many coaches out there that would, you know, could take a crack at this. Like, I have a life coach that I meet up with, and she gives me all sorts of great advice on, like, how to stay positive and how to have a good outlook on life. And I think she could, you know, she's a great coach. So I think everyone could benefit from her advice. Give her a shot, uh, New England. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a big no on this. I, I think that, you know, at some point you say, no, you can't retire. You have to work until yeah. you cannot anymore. And, mm-hmm. you know, your job is just, you know, encouraging others. I think you can do that for a little longer. Right. What's there to retire from? You know, I think you could stick it out. I think, you know, don't be, we don't need a substitute teacher for this. We need you. We need you back in the seat. Uh, How old are these guys? Um, uh, Most of them are in their 70s. Yeah. You know what? I think that they can keep going. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, you don't see like, you know, uh, uh, you know, Gronk isn't on the field like, you know, I'm going to retire from this play. I don't want to play anymore. I'm going to retire, you know. Actually, I think Gronk did retire, uh, so that's a bad example. But, you know, you can't have, like, 12 guys on the field decide, hey, we're going to retire, you know. It is fine. All right, let's 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 talk a little bit more about Belichick. Um, I think a lot of people were surprised that he was uh, moving on from the from the past. He spent 23 years with the Patriots, six Super Bowl wins, most playoff wins with the Super Bowl, and most Super Bowl appearances. Do you guys think Belichick is the greatest coach of all time? Or... Would he have been as successful as he is if he didn't have one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time and Tom Brady leading the team? Again, I got to shout out my life coach, Jessica. I think she is the greatest coach of all time. Right. Before that, I, I didn't know, like, I'd have all this anxiety when we went to parties. I just didn't know how to, like, get to talk to people, like how to break mm-hmm. conversation, like how to, you know, icebreakers and such. She walked me through that. I think that's, like, I'm no Tom Brady when it comes to social interaction. But right. she made me a Tom Brady. So thank you, Jessica. I don't know. I think it all comes down to, you know, not a lot of people know that Belichick went over to Tom Brady after one of these set, like, you know, one of their sessions. And he said he, he leaned into Tom Brady's ear and he said something that was just so important. Do you guys know what he said? Uh, I, you know, I'm just a casual sport head here. Yeah. You know what he said? I read about this. He said... Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm loving it. And Tom mm. Brady, his head just like blew off his shoulders. He was like, I got it. I, I got it. a ba 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 loving it. And then it just, it changed his life. That's, I think, great. I think I think everyone needs to hear that a little bit more often. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, you can be a life coach to somebody else in your life. You just got to lean down. And Luis, what do you say to him? I'm loving it. And, Mm. you know, not a lot of people know this, but he also just gave him a little, like, tap on the butt every single time. And Mm. I think Tom Brady liked it. He just, you know, that's, it it kept him going. I think that's why him and Giselle got divorced. She she didn't want to do that anymore. The little butt tap? Yeah. She was probably jealous. She's she's also a Wendy's girl. Mm. Mm. Yeah, she loves those squares. Yeah. All right, moving on. Striking oil. After a disappointing start to the season, the Edmonton Oilers have been surging, going on a 12-game winning streak as of this recording, uh, stretching back to December 21st and going 17-3 and in their last 20 games. They are starting to look unstoppable. Connor McDavid has been phenomenal. He has an 11-game point streak. Uh, his, leadership, his leadership really seems to have uh, taken off, and 
be rubbing off on everyone. Zach Hyman's been a really great pickup for the Oilers, uh, starting to shine. And of course, early in the season, they did fire coach Jay Woodcroft and replace him with Chris Knobloch. Uh, what has been the biggest factor leading to the Oilers' success? And what is the ceiling on this team? Uh, you know, are they cup contenders? So what I can tell you about the Edmonton Oilers is that it's located in Alberta, which is located yep. in Canada, which is in North America. So geographically, it's there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and is that is that kind of what pinpoints them being, you know, this, the, this hot streak they're going on? I don't think you understand. Um, they're in Alberta, which is in Canada, which is in North America. But that's where they are. Right. Yeah, I, I actually think it has a lot to do with the new coach they got. Um, but there is a ritual that the new coach does in the locker room that I oh. think might be contributing to just a new sense of refound hope. Uh, you know, they all oiled their hair with um, some new product and mm. they say, Oily, 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 and they all do it at the same time, and then they all kind of wrestle together. Um, okay. Yeah, it's like super slippery, super oily, and they all yell stuff. And then by the time they get out on the ice, they are just—they are so excited. It's like watching, like I don't know, like a bunch of dogs at the dog park. Like they are psyched. And the new coach did that, and he 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 goes over to every single one of them, and he says. Ba -ba -ba -ba, get your butts out there mm. and they're all really excited to be there so that that's really he's pumping them up i read that exact same fan fiction that actually sounds like a dream i had and i was also excited afterwards mm -hmm. oily oilers there that's the trick yeah yeah it does make it slick it makes it hard to hard to hit them super hard on ice it's already slippery yeah. <laughs> two slipperies make a Right. Real quick, uh, cup contenders, yes or no? Peanut butter cup contenders. I'm loving All right, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Last part of the tip-off, Darko, Night of the Soul. After a disheartening loss to the Los Angeles Lakers, Toronto Raptor head coach Darko Ryakovich went on an epic rant against the referees and their seeming favor for the Lakers, uh, especially in the fourth quarter. In the final quarter of the game, the Lakers had 23 free throws to the Raptors' two, which led to the Raptors losing 132 to 131. Heartbreaking loss. Uh, and Coach Ryakovich, he was understandably upset and let everyone know, let's take a listen to his after-the-game after the uh, speech. What happened tonight, this is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees, shame for the league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws in, in the fourth quarter, like how to play the game. I, all, I understand uh, respect for all stars and all of that, but we have star players on our team as well. How's possible is Scotty Barnes, who is all-star caliber player in this league, he goes every single time to the rim with force and trying to get, get uh, to, to the rim without flopping and, and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two uh, free throws for the whole game. How's that possible? How are you going to explain that, that, that to me? They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. And this is not happening first time for us. 
Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been holding it back. It's a complete crap. What are you guys thoughts on that? Are you, are you guys on Darko's side here? Yeah, I am. So he mentioned they only got a few free throws. And the other team, the Lakers, got uh, 23 or something. And yeah. like, I think you should be dividing up those throws equally. I mean, mm-hmm. inflation has gone so high, right? Like mm-hmm. throws are now very expensive. So like they'd appreciate a few free ones. More than just two or three. Like, you can't divide up that many throws between the players. Like, be fair about it. Split the pie equally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some things just feel very um, unfair and unexplainable. So this is this is how I feel when I go to McDonald's and the uh, ice cream machine is broken. And they just mm-hmm. don't have an explanation for you, right? And, like, this is exactly that kind of energy that I bring to that situation. Uh, so yeah, as a coach and stuff like that, like, or, or, or uh, yeah, he's, he's a coach, right? He's a coach, head, yeah. Head coach. Yeah. He's furious, right? Like this is just like when the, the, uh, ice cream machine is down, you know, you gotta, you gotta let them know so that next time, uh, you, you don't, you know, don't mm-hmm. get beat you, by the Lakers. You have certain expectations and whether or not met somewhere that they should be met. You know, yeah. Do you think the problem could be solved if instead of giving free throws, they just charge a small fee for them? That could, like, yeah. I mean, I think I think they could afford it. You I know, think so, yeah. Even just like a, like a two dollar, you know. Yeah, like why is it? Now I'm thinking, like, why is anyone getting free throws? These teams are worth millions of dollars. Pay for your yeah. throws, like everybody else. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> All right, that's the tip off. now we're mining for gold this is where our very own matthew miner tells us his gold stars of uh the past month and this month they are the detroit lions mm-hmm. uh, so why i think the detroit lions are so fantastic is that detroit doesn't have a lot of great wildlife so to see lions in detroit like where they even come from <laughs> where, where they got those lions from like the lions didn't swim over there from Africa. Like, where? How'd they get there? Man, I just can't believe it. Lions in Africa. No, lions in Detroit. Lions in Africa makes sense. Lions in Detroit, though? Yeah. Huh. What a world we live in. I mean, yeah, they, they have had a, a really great season. I mean, they made the, you know, their first playoff win in 23 or 32 years, sorry. Uh, first in the NFC. Uh, I think it's just amazing that they're there in the first place. Yeah. It, it really is a miracle to see the Lions uh, as far as they've gotten. Yeah. Next up, Louise's loser. This is where Louise picks her losers of the month. And this month, we're sticking to Detroit with the Detroit Pistons. Oh, yeah, those Pistons are not firing, okay? They are just... Oh! It's, uh... Not good. Not good, yeah. Even worse than expected. 4-37. and 37. Uh, Do you think they'll break 10, 10 wins this season? Uh, <laughs> no. Okay, they are just, they, you know, when there's nothing left in like a ketchup bottle, the sound it makes, you like turn it upside down and it's like, that's the Pistons this year, okay, or this month. They just like can't, you just turn it upside down and up next, it's time for face off. 
All right, today for the face-off, we're going through some sports terms. Mm. Um, I'll say a sports term, you tell me the sport. Bonus point, if you can tell me what the term means. All right, we'll start it off with an easy one. They're all easy for you guys. All right, double dribble. Bzz. Okay, this is at night, where you're drooling on your pillow, and then you turn over to the other side because the one side's wet, and then you continue drooling on the other side. That's a double dribble. I'll give you two points for that. I don't know if, Luis, you want to try to get the sport? A double dribble happens in basketball. Yeah. It does happen in basketball. Can you explain it as well? Uh, it's when you um, are at the dentist and uh, they give you two shots and then you dribble some extra. Luis leads three to two. Ooh. Next term, one-timer. Ah. Yeah. You go on a date with somebody, but just the one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> yeah. And you ghost their ass. This happens in hockey. It does happen in hockey. All right. Another three points for Louise. Oof. Next term, pick six. I got this one. Yep, Matt. Okay, this is when you open your bag of Jelly Belly, Jelly Beans, and mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of different flavors, but you want to try a bunch of them, but you want to share as well. So you're like, hey, do you want some Jelly Beans to your friends? But hey, you only pick six. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah. Do you know the sport? Cricket. Nope, sorry. Uh, Luis, Luis, do you want to guess the sport? Uh, pick six. This happens in football. Does happen in football, yeah. <laughs> I knew it. All right, next up, full count. I know this one. This one's easy. Mm-hmm. Um, you order your McDonald's nugget combo, and you yep. go and check it to make sure that you got all of them in there. If you order a 10 piece, you want to know those yep. 10 pieces. You don't, they don't, you don't want to get screwed over and get nine. So you do your full That's count. True. You're like, yep, mm-hmm. there's 10 in here. That's true. And what sport? Um, that's definitely baseball. It is baseball. Hey. Matt uh, ties it up at wow. seven. The other uh, acceptable answer was um, after Dracula's had a meal. <laughs> 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 All right. Offside trap. Oh, I know this one. Uh-huh. Um, this is a classic tactic in rugby when you want to slow down the other players, so you put most traps on the sidelines, then they get it snaps on their toes, and they're like, ooh, i got to take a break because i got to get this most trap off my toes, and then you take the ball and you uh, do a touchdown. <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. Not yeah. to underestimate you. All right, Matt takes the lead, 9-7. Next term, ankle breaker. This is when you buy shoes that are stilettos that are too big for you and go out clubbing on Granville. Very specific, but yeah. Well, do you know the sport? Basketball. It is in basketball. <laughs> Louise, coming back, taking the lead. Do I win? It's, of course, when you've got a sweet crossover like, uh, like my Buick. Walk off homer. Baseball. That is a baseball term. And it's uh, when Homer Simpson backs off into the bushes. There you go. You got it. <laughs> Tiki Taka. Football. Nope. Well, mm, no. <laughs> See, this is when you go into a tiki bar and you're like, this place is really tacky. This is a real tiki taka. So, and that happens in soccer, of course. Yes, it is soccer, which I knew. I knew. I knew when you said football, you didn't mean football. All right, thirteen ten or thirteen twelve. I'm sorry for for Luis. We're getting close. 
full court press. <laughs> basketball. It is basketball. And uh, it's when all of them have uh, ironed their jerseys nicely. That's a full court press. <laughs> Absolutely. Very rare. A lot of disappointed moms out there. Mm-hmm. Next term is Molly Duker. Oh, that was my babysitter when I was three years old. <laughs> yeah, Molly Duker. She always made us watch the same Disney movies. You got really old after a while. I've seen so much Pinocchio. Mm. She was sweet, though. She was nice, but could have got a better selection of movies. Molly. Yeah. The sport, though? Any, either of you? Sport? The sport? Golf. Mm, sorry, no. Rugby. Mm, sorry, it's a cricket. Mm. It's uh, currently 16-14, Louise to Matthew. So this is the last one. Matt, you got to come in big here or okay. Louise is going to take it. Sinbin. Hockey. It is a hockey term. That's what they call the outhouse. No, no, yeah. no. That's, uh, that's where they put you after. It's like the penalty box. It is the penalty box. Man, yeah. It is hockey. Louise takes it. 19-14. She Ooh. wins this face-off. Oh, Yeah. Uh, do you guys hear that? I think that's the garbage truck because it's garbage time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Our sound uh, effects budget is very limited. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe we'll fix something in post. We'll see. Oh, that's <laughs> perfect. All right. The Golden State Warriors, let's face it, are trash right now. They're sitting in 12th place in the West after winning the championship just two years ago um, and making it to the conference semifinals last year. Uh, Draymond Green, he's been suspended for 17 games already this season for two incidents. Clay Thompson is not looking like himself. He can barely hit the bucket. And uh, they just had uh, a big loss to the very undermanned Memphis Grizzlies. What do they need to get out of the trash bin? Or, hey, is it time to break up the big three or even just blow the whole team up? Well, you mentioned the one fellow got suspended quite a bit. Um, Mm -hmm. I remember seeing people get suspended for things like talking back to the teacher um, one kid vandalized someone else's locker and wrote loser on it and permanent marker. He got suspended for that. Um, eventually, though, these kids, you can get expelled. You have to move mm-hmm. to a different school. So I think maybe that's what they need to do. Expel him. Make him move to a different school. He did think about retiring, but Adam Silver did talk him out of it. Um, you know, they want him in the league. I think you need to phone their parents. You know, this can be nipped in the bud if you just, yeah. before you even suspend them, just call up the mom and dad and be like, Hey, do you think you talk to your boy? They can behave a little bit better. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they yeah. take a page out of the Oilers book and just like get all oily before the match and then like uh, start wrestling. Um, maybe we film it. Maybe mm-hmm. we put it on television beforehand. You could watch ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, they get all excited. The viewers get all excited. Then they get out there like golden retriever puppies. They're like so excited to play. And maybe that'll change the whole game for them. Bunch of little air buds. Yeah. Maybe they'll just get all excited. They just need to, yeah, find that uh, camaraderie, find that, uh, you know, get out of that slump. Bam, bam. Oh, you guys hear that? It's a two minute warning. Episode's almost over. We've only got two minutes left. The NHL unveiled their official jerseys for this year's All-Star Game, which is happening in Toronto. The jerseys were designed with the help of Tim Horton's Tim Biebs creator, Justin Bieber. What are your guys' thoughts on these jerseys? Are they a home run, or should they be sent to the locker room? 
I think if Justin Bieber designed them, he should have put his face on them. I mean, that's great branding. Just like that beautiful bowl cut that he had when he was like 13 and he was working with Ludacris yeah. on the song Baby. I'd like to see a bit more of that and a little bit less of these stars. Bring back the bowl. Do you remember those like little Timbits that he invented for uh, Timbeebs? Yeah. Where are they on these? You know, mm-hmm. I think these look a little too Star Trekky, and mm-hmm. not you know they look a little just a little odd. You know, uh, make them make them have more. Can we make it pop? <laughs> as we like to say, you know, can we make this like cool? Can we make it hipper? It's it's very um, you know gold star for you gold star for you. It's mm. uh, eh. I mean they chose to go with the uh, you know primary colors. Why not secondary colors? Change it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. give them a shot. Give some pastels a go. Mm. Mm. I don't think you've ever seen pastels in an uh, all star game. Wouldn't that be fun? What about tie dye? Tie dye is very fun. Very retro. What about um, hound's tooth? Mm, I like that. Yeah, might look weird on TV. I think they just come out in like tweed blazers, you know, for once, mm-hmm. you know. Why not why not have a formal uh setting? Let's go like retro, that, you know? Let's go yeah. super retro with timbits on them. Okay. Like just actual timbits tied to them? No. Like on the back. It is it is also the sixtieth uh, anniversary for Tim Hortons. Why not, you know, collaborate there? Yeah, yeah. Justin Bieber bringing brands Tim together. Horton, they could just wear a giant donut. Yeah. Tim Beebs, Tim Beebs, Tim Beebs, oh. All right, well, that's two minutes. That's the end of the episode. Matthew, Louise, your sports knowledge, as always, is daunting mm. and incredible. Thank you so much. We'll see you next month with some more sports. Sparts. We'll see you next month with some more sports talk. You keep playing with the balls, we'll keep talking about it. This has been Ball Talk. Ball Talk.